Welcome to the Mind Your Hormones podcast. My name's Corinne, and I'm a board-certified holistic nutritionist who went from no period from mismanaged PCOS to a regular one. Now, I'm obsessed with helping you get hormonally balanced and emotionally aligned. This podcast is all about education, empowerment, real talk, and simple strategies you could start today to find inner peace and overall well-being. I am so excited to be here with you to chat about all things health, hormones, and mindset. Are you ready? Let's get it. Hello, my love. How are you doing? I am so excited for you to listen into today's conversation with my friend, Alex Nickel, who I actually met her in my business mastermind that I was a part of this year. She is freaking amazing. We have such an open, honest conversation, like literally just as if we were talking on the phone like we normally do and nobody else was listening. We really got into a lot about resistance and how we move through resistance, whether that's resistance to change, resistance to grow or to expand or just resistance in this new phase of life that you might be in. We talk a lot about pivoting and just if you're in a new season of life, whether you're pivoting in your career or your business, or maybe you're a new mom, or maybe you're starting a health journey, like whatever it is, we are talking about the roadblocks and the resistance and how to move through it, how having a community around you during these times to support you, how it's so freaking important and how it's helped both of us in our journeys this last year. We get into limiting beliefs. I mean, such an amazing conversation. It is definitely longer conversation than usual, so I'm not going to spend more time here talking to you about it, but I just want to let you know who Alex is first before you dive into today's conversation. So Alex Nickel is the owner of The Fuel Method. She and her team provides nutrition and lifestyle coaching for women who are ready to identify and remove what's holding them back from from reaching their weight loss goals and to finally feel free around food. She's also a business mentor for health and wellness coaches, helping them build and scale impact-driven businesses and a life that lights their heart on fire without the burnout, which you know I'm all about not burning out because that is not helpful for your health and hormones. So we get into that as well in this conversation. And the topics that we're talking about are a little different than what I'm normally talking about on this podcast about your hormones and your health. But as you know, this is a holistic approach to health. So I think it's really important to have these conversations about what it actually feels like when you are trying to change your lifestyle, when you are trying to up-level your life or your business or your career, or you're just in a new season of life and you're feeling this resistance because that's real and we have to have these conversations as well. So I think you're really going to vibe with it. I cannot wait for you to listen to it. So without further ado, here's my conversation with my friend, Alex Nickel. Alex, I am so freaking excited to have you on the Mind Your Hormones podcast. I could always talk to you forever and ever and ever. So I'm super excited to bring our conversation to the Mind Your Hormones community. So before we dive into everything, just introduce yourself a little bit, who you are, what you do, give us the juice. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. I love you so much. I love you. Uh, So my name is Alex Nickel. I own the Fuel Method and really like we have two parts going on. So I started with a nutrition coaching business where we help women learn how to fuel their bodies and build a healthy lifestyle. And then I have started into business mentoring. So I help women learn how to build a life and a business that really lights their soul on fire and build an impact-driven business without the hustle. Mm, I love that. I love that. And you know, I'm all about not the hustle over here. So that's amazing. Um, Okay. So you have two silos to your business, right? You have the nutrition aspect and the business aspect. So obviously I know because we went through this whole year together. So if you don't know, Alex and I were, everyone who's been following the Mind Your Hormones podcast, I've talked about this before. I was in a business mastermind that started in January, has since ended just like, I don't know, a month ago, maybe now, depending, I don't even remember at this point, but um, we met in Sedona for the first time in this business mastermind and just became like instant friends. So we have totally gone through this whole year together. So give us a little rundown of what it looked like for you kind of expanding your business and shifting it a little bit. And, you know, obviously if you're listening right now and you don't have a business, this doesn't have to be just 
related to business. This is just shifting anything in your life in general, which I feel like so many people within the last like two years could connect with shifting something, whether that was a career change or, you know, pivoting in your business or um, having a baby and now having that huge shift in your life or um, ending a relationship, grieving, like whatever it is. So how did you, um, or why first tell us why you shifted your business, why you expanded your business um, and what that kind of looked like, what you needed to help get you through that. Yeah, so good. Um, So why I shifted was I just felt the, like the calling was there. It was happening. Like people were reaching out to me, asking me, how did you do this? How did you build this? Um, So behind the scenes was about a year, a little over a year ago, I started doing business mentoring for other health coaches, life coaches, nutrition coaches, and working with people one-on-one. And so it was really an organic thing that was happening. Um, But when I wanted to lean into this new side, this new evolution of, of me and my business and how I was helping other people, I really realized that I was actually terrified to do it to, because I had worked for years building the fuel method to the point that it was and feeling like I couldn't do both feeling like I couldn't Mm -hmm. figure out how to have, how to have both and hold both and have both be successful. And, um, so I really was looking for the mastermind that we joined together as a space to find other women who were doing something similar to what I was doing and, or not, not necessarily like pivoting or anything, but, but growing the business, expanding themselves and learning how to, how to hold more and and do more and know that it's okay to change and pivot and do something different and that it's all part of our growth. Yeah. Yeah. So the why was really, um, organic the why it was there it was it was like this pull that I felt the whole time like this is like this was something that lights me up and excites me a lot and so I I knew that I had to follow that but I was also really really afraid to do it yeah it was like a natural desire you had I remember when we met for the first time in Sedona and we drove together to the house you brought it up right then and there in that first conversation we had about how you're interested in this. And this was back in March of, of this year, 2021. And right now it's November of 2021, but it's a huge shift. I, I, let's dive into how you said you wanted to figure out how to do both, because I feel like a lot of women think that they could just have one or the other. Like they could just be a mom or they could work. Like they can't do both or they can have a business and be a mom. You can't do both. Or like you, you could have just a nutrition business or just a coaching business. Like you can't do both. Um, or even like, you know, career shifting. Like for me, I, when I, before I left teaching, I was like, well, there's no way I could leave teaching and still have a comfortable lifestyle where like, you know, I'm making money and I have, you know, benefits and insurance. Like I can't, I can't just have that. Like, you know, we think we can't have both. So how did you wrap your head around that of having both and like, what helped you, you know, figure this out and really move through this over the last, I don't know, nine months? Oh man, that's a good question. Like, uh, how did I come to this? I think honestly, it's just like taking one step, like deciding that I wanted both Mm -hmm. and taking one step forward each day or literally like moment to moment to moment, the one next step. That's really honestly the only thing I can say that, that, because when I think about it, big picture, it makes my eyes water right now. I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, Oh God, that's a lot. Like yeah. how am I going to figure this out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it seems so like, to me, it was such a massive undertaking if I think big picture, but knowing that I, that's what I wanted. And then just realizing, recognizing that it really is only just like one step at a time, one thing yes. at a time. And that's, that's literally how I've got to where I am now is that both businesses are, are flourishing up and up and going. Things are, I'm happier than ever. And if I had known all the steps, I don't know if I would have taken all the steps. 100%. I could say the same thing with everything in my life. Yeah, It's so true, but, but, but you're right. It is one step. It's as simple as that. Like it's as simple as, and as hard as that of it's one step at a time. And like, 
obviously there's like a big vision, right. That, that you'll have. And, and this could be again, for anybody, even like a health journey, if you look at like where you want to be in your health and you're like, Oh my God, that seems like so far away. That seems really, really hard. Like, how am I going to still have a life and a career and kids or whatever, and put all this effort into me. But it's exactly what you just said. It's first of all, knowing that it's possible. Like you put yourself in a container, like the mastermind that we were in, where we saw, I mean, in incredible women, both of us being one of them. And at first I know I was like, oh my God, I do not belong in this room. This is crazy. These women are so next level. Um, but it allows you to see that, oh, okay. It is possible to do both. Like, it's really just the decision. Like you can have it all. You can prioritize your health and have a successful business. You can have two parts to your business. You can be a mom and still be healthy, like whatever it is. So it's that decision. And then taking one small step, which I absolutely love. And then how did the community aspect like play a part in this, like in your growth this year, personally, professionally, like you've grown, I mean, it's like a different person than when we first met in March, literally. Um, so what, how did the community aspect help you with that? Yeah. Well, I remember, I don't even know how you and I ended up saying like, oh, let's drive to the house from the airport together. But I, 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 mean, I messaged you. I don't, I don't know why. I just had like a weird like inkling. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I'm just going to like her. And I knew <laughs> that we had like um, similar timing. So I think I messaged you and was like, hey, do you want to go together? And I, I remember everyone was like, are you nervous? Like that's a two hour drive with someone you've never met. I was like, no, honestly, I'm really not. Like it was totally fine. Yeah. And then we got, I mean, we found, we got, I got lost at the airport and then I found you oh, yeah. <laughs> and also like feeling immediately accepted and understood. And like, so, you know, as soon as we got in the car, we had two hours or whatever to drive together from the airport mm-hmm. to the rental house. And, um, we didn't stop talking the whole time. <laughs> the <entire> time. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't stop talking. And we just, I remember one time you said to me, okay, this is going to sound crazy, but, and I just stopped you and I was oh, like, yeah. Hey, nothing that you can say to me is going to sound crazy because we're on the same page. I totally like, forgot about that. Yeah. Like, it's so real. Yeah. And to have, I have goosebumps, like to have that person or like, and then all of a sudden we go to the house and we walk into the house and it's full of 12, 13 other women mm-hmm. that were, it all was, it was the same the whole weekend that we were together. So oh my God, I found my people. Like I found people that really truly understand the journey that I'm on and where I'm going and what I want and that like what I'm dreaming of mm-hmm. that it's not crazy. Yes. And you don't have to preface the conversations. Yeah. Wait, this might sound crazy. Like we've always had to do, maybe you could connect with that. If you're like a big dreamer or you have huge goals on your heart and you're like, okay, this might sound crazy, but I want to do this. And you have to preface it around maybe your family or some of your friends. But when you find people that are like on a similar journey as you, you don't have to preface it. Cause it's just like, no, that's not crazy. That's hundred percent possible. Right. Or, I mean, it also makes me think of my nutrition clients that like when they want to really truly learn how to build a healthy lifestyle and stop the the roller coaster of of dieting and like actually dive into the thoughts that they have around food and their bodies and all that that it's a totally different way than what everyone else around them is doing because everybody yes. else is still talking about well there's too much sugar in a banana or uh, I really like, I shouldn't be eating this for that. And, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the whole guilty thing. And anyway, like you then as that person, like you're the the leader in that of, I actually, I know that there's a better way. There's a healthier way. There's a different way. And so I'm going to surround myself with a coach and a community that actually shows me this is possible versus when you're in your day to day, you don't have necessarily have the type of conversations that you want to have. And that's exactly what I felt like when we got to the mastermind. It's like, you know, I built a six figure coaching business pretty much by myself and I didn't have a whole lot of support and community. And I didn't have a lot of people in my immediate life. Like my, my, of course, my friends and my family are all super supportive. My husband is amazing, but 
to not have the conversations with people that just show you what's possible. Like just showing you what your potential is because then you can go in and you can talk about something and you might be thinking it's crazy because everyone else in your life is telling you that that's not how life works. That's not how these things go. That's just not like that type of success doesn't happen. That type of lifestyle is not possible. It's like, well, but actually I just literally inserted myself in a group of women that are all like, uh, yes, yes. this is a Doing thousand it. percent. This is a thousand percent possible and more Yeah, and even bigger. It's like, no, that's not enough. Go even bigger. What's mm-hmm. the next thing? What's next? What's bigger? And, and it's just, the momentum that we felt after leaving those, the, our mastermind retreats and after, you know, our group calls and stuff to feel so energized and alive and understood from other people. Uh, yeah. it just, it's, I can't put a price tag on that. Oh my God. You literally can't. And like, it's, it's as simple as putting yourself in a room of people who are doing something that you want to do so that you have an example of it. Like any, in any area of your life that you want to grow, if you're staying with the same people around you that are always around you in the same environment that you're always around, you're going to stay exactly where you're at right now because you're trying to grow out of that. And it's, it's a lot harder to grow out of that when you're not around people just to even see how they think about things. Just like watching like, oh, this is how she lives her day to day. Like if, again, if it's a health journey, being around people who live a healthy lifestyle. So you could just see, not that it's going to, obviously you're never going to mimic exactly what someone else is doing. It's always going to be specific to you, but you could see like, oh, these are the habits that she makes. These are the things that she does every day. This is how she thinks about food, about her body, about her business, about her family. Like it's, it sounds like it's, I feel like it's very undervalued because it is, it sounds so simple, but it is everything. Like, this is why I run group programs. This is why you do the same. This is, and I've, I'm so much more passionate about group programs now that I did the mastermind because of how impactful it was. Like, even without actually our business mentor teaching us stuff, of course, that was impactful too. But even taking that aside, just having the community to, be able to be like, oh, I'm struggling with this. Let me call Alex because I'm struggling with this resistance that I'm feeling or whatever. And being able to call on people that aren't going to be like, who cares? Whatever. It's it's not a big deal. You don't have to do that. Like if you're just like, oh, I'm, I'm struggling right now because I'm really, you know, I, I, I know that I shouldn't be pushing myself in my period, but it's always what I've done. If you call your friend who does the same thing, she's going to be like, who cares? Just do it. It's not a big deal, whatever. Like, you know, it's just, it's so important and so, so important. I know that helped you so much through your highs and lows of this shift that you, you know, a big shift that you experienced throughout the whole year, many shifts, not even just the one. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also with that, a lot of resistance that comes up, right? Like whenever you're making a change um, and you and I talk a lot about resistance and this is actually something in November where at the time this recording is the very beginning of November and part of my like declarations or intentions for November is to like release more resistance every single day, like keep releasing more resistance because once I'm like, Oh, I released it. Then like a little bit will come back. I'm like, shit. Like I thought I moved, my, I thought I moved through that, but um, you helped help me so much with that. And I know you face a lot of resistance this year too. Um, so how do you like, well, first let's talk about like maybe what resistance you've experienced when you were shifting or expanding your business and just shifting like how you live your life with your business and just everything. Like, I feel like there's so much that shifted for you. Um, like I can't even explain it. So what is some resistance that maybe you felt? Because a lot of us, especially since 2020 have felt so much resistance, resistance to change. Our world is changing. Careers have been changed. Um, you know, you're changing your health. You're changing the way you live your life. You're, you're in a whole new phase of being a mom now. Like there's so much resistance that comes with any type of change. So what kind of resistance have you experienced in this journey? Yeah. Well, the first thing was one of the main reasons why I wanted to join the mastermind was because I was so burned out at the end of the year, at the end of last year, um, surpassing my six figure goal. And like, really, it felt like such a blur at the end of all of it. And I was just, Mm -hmm. I was so exhausted. And I just, I knew 
I knew that I that there was a better way to build a business, like a way that I could actually live my life and build a business at the same time and feel more fulfilled and joyful in my day to day. Cause I really truly built my business in hustle mode last mm-hmm. year. And well, not last year, but when I surpassed my goal, um, but that was so hard to break. <laughs> like to there break was the hustle mode. Yes. The resistance that I had to um, doing less and resting and just being okay and happy and content with the amount of work that I got done in a day Mm -hmm. and not pushing to do just one more thing that would have taken, you know, another hour, two hours, who who knows how long or like there was so much resistance in my mind that was just saying like, you know, all these things that are programmed into us of hard work pays off and time is money and mm-hmm. like all of those quick little sayings that seem pretty harmless, but they're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not. No, they're not. They're not. They actually, they led to me being like almost resentful towards my business. Mm-hmm. At a, at a point. And it wasn't to my clients. It was to the fact that I was working every weekend. I was working late at night. I was feeling so much pressure to, to produce and to give value to our clients. And, um, but anyway, wanting to pivot not only into business mentorship this year, but actually pivot into building a business that lights my soul on fire and to build a business that actually fulfills me and adds to my life, not that my life revolves around my business. And so there was so much resistance though. I literally had to repeat to myself, um, in the beginning, I would say rest is productive. I knew you were just going to say that. Yes. I I would sit there. Hannes, my Hannes is my husband. Sorry. (laughs) Uh, but he, we were, I remember sitting on the couch watching a movie. It was probably like Friday, Saturday night. And I couldn't, I, I physically felt my body was like, go do something, go do something, go do something. Go be productive. You're wasting time right now. And then on the other side, I'm thinking, this is not wasting time. This is resting. This is rejuvenating after a long week. This is Mm -hmm. spending time with your husband. Like, rest is productive. Rest is productive. I had to say that to myself so many times. That was an affirmation for a long time to just remember that even to get up and go for a walk in the middle of the day, because in 2020, being a health coach, I was strapped to my desk all day long. I was on my computer all day long. I let people schedule meetings and calls and you know, whatever appointments, whatever I had them do it. I, my calendar was open. <laughs> like, like no, no blocks. <laughs> I had no boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, and so this year at the beginning of the year, I just completely overhauled everything and how I was structuring my weeks and my days and my programs and access and all of this stuff. I just, um, but it was, it, there, I was fighting myself the whole way through. Yeah, Because there was always this thing of like, well, you're letting people down and people are, this isn't going to give them enough value and this mm. is not enough. And I just, I had all these, these doubts that would keep popping up that were telling me that it was everything that I was trying to do was wrong. Where again, that was one of those things where it was one step at a time. Like I can do this. You can do this. I can do this. You know, I would just keep taking the steps and now I, I'm happier than ever to have time and that I worked through that and kept going. Um, Yeah. But it just, it was an internal battle. I mean, there's, there's new battles now, but (laughs) yeah, exactly. There's always a new, there's always a new battle, but with the hustle, I feel like every single person listening could connect with that because this is what is shown. That's what success looks like. And what it takes to be successful is this constant hustle mode and zero rest like you said, resting is wasting time. You got to keep pushing. You got to keep working. You got to skip sleep to get up and work out. You got to work late. Like you have to do all these things. And obviously there's certain seasons of things that maybe go on, but I still feel like when, when you're in this hustle mode and then you get to whatever goal you wanted to get to, it doesn't even feel good. 
like you, you're still, you're just like, okay, cool. What's next? Like, or you look back and you're like, I don't even want to do it again because it wasn't even worth it. I feel exhausted. This is horrible. It's like, we think that that's what it takes to be successful, but it's not like, this is what our society is so messed up with. And this is why so many women struggle with hormone imbalances because we're constantly stressed out and hustling and not thinking that we are a priority in our life. And that this is what it means because people like influencers will go on and on about how like they'll wear shirts that say like tired AF or like, you know, seven cups of coffee later. And it gets me so pissed when I see people doing this. I'm like this, you are what's wrong with the world right now because you're not supposed to be tired AF every single day and need seven cups of coffee to get through, but then show your like thriving business or your thriving life. It's like, is it though? Because you feel like shit and you aren't even healthy in your body. Like what is the payoff? Like what is the opportunity cost of continuing continuously going down a road like that when obviously there's another way and and there's shifts that need to be made throughout the month that's going to help support you so you could be more productive and more efficient. Like it it's just such a different way. So that is such a huge piece of resistance. I 100% feel that even still sometimes. Like just from 2020 as well when I was really got my business off the ground was able to leave teaching. I mean, I was constantly on calls, like it was constant. And then when that stopped, I was like, wait, like I have like a couple hours in the day to like not do anything. And then you get the fear of like, oh, that means I'm not going to be bringing any money in, or this means that my business is failing. Like it's such a piece of resistance. So how do you in general, just in general, like, let's talk about how we move through like resistance like this. Like you said, like affirmations one step at a time, like what are some tips we could give the listener if they're feeling resistance around whatever it is, like mm-hmm. any type of resistance, what are some things that we could help them with to, to try and move through that? Okay, love, I just needed to pop in here really quick to chat with you about a totally free way you and I could connect outside of this podcast, which are my monthly masterclasses. So mostly every single month, I go super, super deep on a specific topic. It's different every single month. Sometimes it's about a simple hormone solution. Sometimes it's about how to navigate the holidays. Sometimes it's about improving your digestion. Sometimes it's about boosting your fertility, like all these different topics, right? Depends on the month. You'll find out when you text me. But it's a really fun way for us to connect outside of this podcast and to go super, super deep on a specific topic for me to answer any of your questions and for you to be in community with other like-minded women who are on a similar journey that you are, where you want to improve your health, you want to improve your hormones, you want to do it in a holistic way, and you want to learn more from me in in a bigger capacity than what I can get across in this podcast. So if you're interested in coming to any of the free monthly masterclasses, text me the word masterclass to 51. 1-6-4-3-0-5-1-4-4. And again, the topics vary depending on the month. So depending on when you're listening to this, I will fill you in when you text me on what's going on that month. And if you're interested in it, you could hop in. I always love connecting with you and answering your questions and just being able to teach you even more and go super, super deep on topics. Sometimes it's two-day trainings, like an hour long each. It's amazing. So anyway, if you're interested and you want to connect in this way, text me the word masterclass to 516-430-5144. Now let's get back into today's episode. It goes back to the very first thing we were talking about of like the big picture. What do you want? Mm-hmm. What's the big, the end goal, the big thing that you want? And then asking yourself is what I'm doing, the actions I'm doing, the thoughts that I'm thinking, the beliefs that I have, are those mm-hmm. supportive of me getting to that end goal? And then choosing to recognize when they're not. Yeah. Because if the, if, at the beginning of the year, if I said, well, I want to have, I want to work less and make more. And I want to have more free time in my schedule. And I want to, you know, whatever, what my big vision was, I sat, mm-hmm. I literally did. I sat down at the beginning of the year and I wrote down everything that I desired, everything that I wanted my life to look like. And then throughout this, like, that's been like my guiding light. And so for the listener to think, what is, what's the big thing? What do I want? What is that, you know, a year from now, six months from now, five years from now, whatever, visually it helps you to think of in the time frame. decide on that. But 
you have to have, you, you have to know where you want to go. And then you start asking yourself, well, what are the things that are in alignment with that? What are the things mm-hmm. that, and, and it's everything, it's your thoughts, your actions, your feelings. And so recognizing anytime that something's not matching up with that, that you have to decide that your vision is worthy of you making a different choice yes. that you choosing to let go of the person that you have been to. I think that's another thing is that yeah. you can understand like, okay, you thank you so much. I'm talking to my past self right now. Thank you for getting me here. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for getting me to this point. Now we got different priorities. Now we have something different because now, you know, different now, you know, okay, anytime that I'm not, that something's not feeling good or something I feel myself pushing, or I feel myself getting pulled back into what I've been doing that I told myself months ago that I didn't want to be doing to be like taking radical responsibility that you want something different. And so it it really does come down to like the day-to-day choices, the day-to-day thoughts, the day-to-day actions that you do. Because again, it's not something that can be, it's so overwhelming to think in such a big picture of like, oh my God, I have to like totally overhaul my life right now. I have to overhaul my business. I have to overhaul my health. I have to overhaul Mm -hmm. whatever it is Mm -hmm. versus okay, I, I'm going to put that out there. Like that's there in the future that that's what I want. I want to overhaul everything, but mm-hmm. then let's like bring it back to today. Right now. <laughs> yeah. Right now. Yeah. I love that. And like something I've been doing a lot too in the day to day is like, if I notice I'm feeling frustrated or bitter instead of just like, usually I just like accept and be like, okay, whatever. Like, let me just like keep doing what I'm doing. I'm like, okay, wait, no, wait a second. Like, why am I feeling frustrated? Why am I feeling bitter? Because that to me is a sign that I'm out of alignment and I'm doing something in a way that's not actually supportive to what I actually want, right? Because if I, if I was doing something that was actually supportive to what I want, I wouldn't be feeling bitter or frustrated. So really being hyper aware of how you're feeling and for resistance to what I, f- I feel like when you feel resistance, that's like you you're about to go to that like next level, but you are resisting it. Right. So it's kind of like a requirement. Like you're going to feel that whenever you're growing, it's like getting out of your comfort zone. You're going to feel that. So instead of being annoyed about the resistance, like I would be like, Oh, so frustrating. Like, why am I so resistant to this again? I would just be like, okay. Like I would like, you have to always come at it. Like you said before, like to your, your past self, like, thank you so much for getting me here. And it's like the resistance. Thank you so much for being here. Like I, I know you're trying to keep me safe. Like I, I understand, but like, I'm good. Like, I don't need this to be here right now. Like I want to take it to the next level. I'm, I'm, you know, like really just getting comfortable with not shaming ourselves and putting ourselves down for having these, you know, feelings because they're so normal. Whenever you're growing and you're getting out of your comfort zone, you're going to face resistance. It's literally impossible to not like, it's going to happen with whatever you're doing. And just knowing that that means that you are about to go over to the next level and just go back to what you said before your beliefs around it. Like knowing that, okay, it is 100% possible. You don't have to have resistance to feeling like oh, I'm so resistant to trying this new workout, or I'm so resistant to shifting my um, workouts to my cycle. I'm so resistant to to joining a program, but go back. Like Alex said, go back to what your desires are. And if the actions you're taking are matching up with that, then keep going and keep going past the resistance. And if they're not, then you're going to just stay exactly where you're at. Like that's really the end all, the end of it. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I have been doing this year to help move through that is getting, I don't know how to say it, like getting out of my identity. Mm-hmm. Sounds weird, but like the best example I can think of <laughs> right now is um, when we went wakeboarding. I always, always growing up, I, li- I lived on a lake. I grew up on boats, everyone wakeboarding, skiing. And I was always a tuber. <laughs> always. <laughs> like, I'm I felt good. Safe. I felt safe on the tube. I felt more in control in the tube. And I never wanted to ski or learn how to wakeboard or anything like that because I was afraid of it, number one, but also afraid of looking dumb. 
Mm-hmm. Like I was afraid of looking silly in front of other people trying to learn something new. Oh, that's so and real. I didn't recognize that until so many years later. Yeah, of course. <laughs> until now. <laughs> yeah, looking back, like that's absolutely, I was so afraid of, uh, yeah, looking silly in front of other people. But anyway, my point being that this year, recognizing that the, you were saying like the re- the resistance to going into that next level or that next phase of your life and the evolution of what you really truly want, who you want to become, mm-hmm. that your brain is going to do everything that it can to keep you exactly where you are because things are fine. Things yeah, are comfortable. It's, comfortable. it's good here. Like, Hey, you know, we're, it's good. We're safe. We're- Yeah, we're clicking along, whatever. But the second that you start to do something that's outside of your identity, you're like, well, wait, I don't do that. Or that's not me. Or like you you walk into a room and you already have your mind up, mind made up of how you're going to act or be in the room because it's your identity. It's who you've always been. But understanding that our identity can change and and it evolves. We're meant to change. We're meant to grow and be become more self-aware and, you know, whatever, whoever you want to become. Mm-hmm. But I purposely intentionally started planning things and doing things and saying yes to things and saying no, actually. Yes. Uh, but yes and no to things that were outside of my identity. Mm-hmm. And it was outside of my work life, like in my normal day-to-day life, because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And so if I couldn't say yes to going wakeboarding and getting over my fear of falling and getting, I don't even know if I was really afraid of getting hurt, actually. I think I was more afraid of just like looking dumb in front of other Yeah, being people. embarrassed. Yeah. Yeah. So we, there was a, there was a wake park and it was this little tiny little lake and had these electric cables that went around it so and cool. you would stand super cool, but I still never got up one time. <laughs> <laughs> You'll go back, but you still win. Face planted, face planted every single time uh, <laughs> or fell on my butt and got, anyway, it doesn't matter. Uh, but, but it was outside of my identity to say yes to that. Outside of your current identity, but in the identity you wanted to become. Yes. Of my you know, the, the current identity would be like, well, no, you guys, you guys just go have fun. I'll be good. Oh or I'll just like sit here. It's fine. And totally play it off. Mm-hmm. But getting outside of choosing to do things that were intentionally making me uncomfortable yeah. because I knew like nothing bad was going to happen. And only I could decide if this was going to make me feel embarrassed or not. Yes. So that's so big because the other people, they're not watching you and like laughing at you or whatever. Like it's, it's only up to me to decide how I'm going to feel. And so mm-hmm. instead I chose to go into that and with the intention to feel proud that I said yes. And with the intention to just feel proud of myself for doing something that normally made me feel really uncomfortable. And so there've been so many other times that I have done other things throughout the year that are intentionally getting myself out of my identity because I have resistance around it of I'm, you know, I'm wanting to, um, or I hear that voice in my head. And so that's another thing with like you were saying tips and stuff to start paying more attention to this. And it truly is. You just have to start listening to the thoughts that are going on in your head. The conversations that you have of like, when am I blocking myself? When am I telling myself like to just back off a little bit? Like, Oh, it's okay. No big deal. Just back off. It's like, no, I, who are you? What are you doing right now? Just go but you have to listen to that conversation that's going on. Yeah. And in every area of your life, like you said before, because it's like how you do one thing is how you do pretty much everything, right? So if you were going to still say no to that experience because you were afraid or you were you know, embarrassed that people would make fun of you if you fell, it's like, well, then would you have said no to launching a new program? Because you would be scared that people would see that. Or would you be scared to bring a separate dish that like you make for everybody at the holiday party because it's, you know, plant-based or whatever. And you want to make sure that you eat that, but you bring enough for everybody else, but Oh, maybe you wouldn't do that. Cause you don't want to feel embarrassed. People are going to judge you. 
It's like mm-hmm. that, that kind of stuff. That is something I really dove into this year of like, I had everything kind of separated. Like, oh, I act my in my life this way and I act in my business this way. And like, that shit does not work. Like it just doesn't work because it's like, you need to lead yourself in every single area of your life and paying attention to that. Like you said, like paying attention to the things that you're doing, maybe like at home, you're like, I'm good. Like I'm eating my, like, you know, I'm eating the way that I feels me good. I, I work out the way that fuels me, or I'm making decisions in my life that like, I feel good. But then when you get around other people or maybe your college friends or, you know, your family, you fall back into that old person. And it's so easy to do that. It is so easy to do that. Um, and this is something I'm working through always. Like it's, it's a little, it's easier now than it was, but I, through this year, I've been working through that just because my entire identity changed. I was a teacher. Now I'm entrepreneur. Like, I mean, so different. Um, but noticing that and recognizing that if you're, if you're, do, if you're being two different people, like it, you're, the universe is confused. It's like, okay, well, what do you want? Because you're being this way in this area and you're doing something else in a different area. So you're not going to get the results that you want because you're you're wishy-washy on it. You're not standing, you're not like, there's no wobble, right? Like you need to be like, no wobble. Like this is who I am. And like, just obviously you're not going to be perfect, but just knowing that in every area, keep coming back to that and like charge forward in that way in every area of your life. Yeah. And, but that's also why the group programs are so important. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> like exactly because when there is the wobble or when there is like, you know, you're questioning how to handle it, that you have people to ask. Yeah. I mean, I can't literally can't count how many times I've been on the phone with you and I'm like, so I'm experiencing X, Y, and Z, (laughs) or I'll just be talking and and Alex will be like, okay, wait a second. You just said blah, blah, blah. What do you, why did you say that? Why do you feel that way? Or sounds like whatever, like just allowing someone else to talk, like being open and talking with somebody else who you're comfortable with, who gets it. And who could be like, wait a second, that doesn't seem like where I know you want to go and like call you out, but in a good way, because like you were saying before too, like the people who are watching you wakeboarding, they're not looking at you to make fun of you. What's that saying? It's like anyone who's already done something you've done or is further along than you is not going to make funny. What is that saying? Yeah, I don't ask me in terms But it's something like that, right? Like if yeah. someone's already no one, done something no done. Of, yeah, no one ahead of you is going to make like going to judge you. Right. Something. It's the people that have never done what you're trying to do who are making fun of you. And it's like you don't even know what I'm trying to do. So why does your opinion even matter? Why do I even care if you are judging me for this? You've never done it. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know what that saying is, but something like that. (laughs) I don't either. either. Yeah, yeah, the community really, like that's helped so much because actually the first time that I did that out of my identity was in Sedona when we did the cold water plunge. I did not do that. (laughs) I regret that though. I do do wish I did go. No, I was the only person that didn't go. I somewhat regret it, but I somewhat don't regret it. I wish I at least went, but I, so there was, so we were, they were doing a cold water plunge. And if you guys have listened to this podcast for a while, you know, I freaking hate the cold weather. I just hate it. I hate being cold. I hate everything about it. So, and it was cold. It was, it was pretty cold there, right? Like it was like fifties that morning, maybe. Oh yeah. It was cold. It was freezing. So I knew I wasn't going to, what'd you say? Right. I was going to say the water was extremely cold. Yeah. It was like freezing, literally freezing. So I was like, I just, I knew I didn't want to do it. And then I also like having alone time, like at certain points. And obviously we're in a house of like 14 women, which was amazing, but I was like, okay, this will be nice for me to recharge. And like re I I like energize when I'm by myself. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to stay back. So I stayed back. Um, but then it ended up being so much longer than it was going to be because you guys got stuck there. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was like, all right, I kind of wish I did go. But anyway, so that was something that you did to get out of your comfort zone that day. Yes. Yes. Oh, so big. So um, my husband and his, my husband's German and his family still, they're all, they're all in Germany. And uh, in 20, I don't even remember 2018 going into 2019, we were in Portugal for Christmas and New Year's. And it was like 50 mid fifties, mid sixties when we were there, but the water was frigid, like so, 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 and I was, I would sit on the beach and 
Hannes, I don't know, Hannes and his mom and his dad would go swimming every single day. Swimming. And I put my swimming. They went in the ocean every single day in the middle of December and like in a bathing suit. Mm-hmm. It's like a nightmare to me. They, they, I know, same. So they, would, they would go and play in the waves and I would sit on the beach and like sit on it, like wrapped up in a blanket with my coat and my hood and gloves. Like it was freezing. Oh my God. And, um, and I told him, I'm like, yeah, it has to be perfect conditions for me to get in. So yeah. Five degrees and sunny and like perfect same. weather. Yeah. And that was like the joke the whole time. He would be like, oh, Alex, like it's almost, he goes, it's 70 degrees today. You're going to get in the water. I'm like, no, it needs to be 75 actually. So <laughs> yeah. And blazing sun. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I wouldn't get in the water. And then this, when we were in Sedona and I'm surrounded by all these other women that are challenging themselves and doing things that are out of their comfort zone. And I knew I was so tempted to stay back at the house with you because mm. I, I also hate being cold. Hate like, it. it. I hate it so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's but, the worst. Yeah. Um, but I, I told myself that I had, I just had to do it. I had to go get out of my comfort zone. I had to get out of my identity. I knew that it meant so much more than just doing something that was making me uncomfortable. Like it was proving to myself that it was, that I'm capable of change. I'm capable of, of becoming someone that I, I dream about or somebody that I have this vision like, oh, someday, eventually I will have those habits. Eventually I will have those beliefs. Eventually I will have the confidence and just, you know, that always felt like an eventually thing where realizing that like it's now, it literally starts now. And yeah. And so for me going and getting in the water and I think I stayed in for like three minutes or something, which damn, like it's that long. No, that's a long freaking long time. time. Yeah. And, and like working through that of the immediate shock of wanting to get out of the water and everything screaming at you to say, just get out, get, get, out, out. get out, get out, get out, get out. Mm-hmm. But afterwards, this feeling of just seriously total elation. Mm. It was high feeling of just the endorphins were high. Like it just, we were all just so, I don't even know. It was just, I can't even describe it, but yeah, but it's also afterwards how proud I felt of myself. And then really anchoring that in and telling myself like, this is, um, this is me stepping into that new identity and not just like brushing it off of like, Oh, that's just something that I did one time. And, and that's in like that box over there, like in that, you know, that bubble of my life, Mm -hmm. but allowing it to open and expand into every area of my life that it's not just like a, a one-time thing. It was the start of so much. And then also recognizing that this gets to, open up into every area of my life if I let it instead of keep compartmentalizing it. Yes. Yeah. That is so huge. I, I totally agree. And I really feel like it's, everything goes back to your beliefs about stuff too. Like that's a great place to start. If you're listening to this and you're like, you know, you're feeling resistance with stuff, you're changing, you're pivoting, you're growing, you're in a new season of life, whatever it is, like really go back to what your beliefs are because until you change those, I mean, you're going to keep going back to the old patterns that you were in. Like you changed your belief of like, no, me not doing this is going to affect my business is going to affect the rest of my life. Like I need to, to do this. And it, people would be like, how does that even still people will say like the, the mastermind retreats. Oh, you keep saying that was a business mastermind retreat, but that was like a vacation. And I'm like, okay, yes, but no, like it's all so connected doing stuff like that. Like, doing the high ropes challenge we did and doing the zip lining, doing all this, like all of the things that we've done, it never seems like it connects to the, to your business, but it does. Like whenever you get out of your comfort zone, whenever you do something in your life, like it's always all connected. And like the compartmentalizing is definitely a huge thing. Um, Cause even with like a lot of clients, they'll be like, I'm good when I'm like home, but then I go to work and they will be you know, like donuts or something, or there'll be, you know, I'm just, I just fall back into my old routine around the holidays and, and stuff like that. Like, and not to say you can never have a donut, but I'm just saying, um, 
yeah, I think it just all goes back to that. It all goes back to how you do one thing is how you do everything and just really allowing yourself to move through the resistance and be so hyper aware of your tiny actions every day, which is what you said back in the beginning. It's like, we think like it's a whole huge step you have to take, but it's seriously not. It's literally the small freaking steps you take every single day that add up over time and make such a huge difference. And then on like a woo woo level, it lets the universe know that you are serious and you are committed and you're declaring this and this is what you desire. And it just opens up the universe's ability to come and help you. Like mm-hmm. it's so real. Mm-hmm. Wow. I could talk to you about this forever. Um, okay. So what, is there anything else that you, we like totally went all different directions and we thought we were going to go, but that's great. I love it. But it all did wrap back around. It did wrap back around. It did wrap back around. Um, okay. Is there anything else that you want to chat about um, before we wrap this up? Um, I, there, I mean, we could go on and on and on. You know that. Like, there's so many things. There's so many things. But I think that was, like, really, truly a good full circle of, like, you have to have the big, like the, the direction you have to have the clarity. And that's why I'm so, I talk a lot about with my, with all of my clients really, but, um, a lot with the business coaching clients, because about your, your higher self, your next level self, and like what that next level business looks like for you. But this for everybody, what is the, if you were to, imagine yourself a year from now, what is the big dream? Like, what do you want? Like close your eyes and imagine her, like what are her habits and her thoughts and how does she treat herself and Mm -hmm. how does she dress and how does she walk and how does she speak to herself and speak to others and start crafting and creating this future version for yourself of that. You have the direction, you have the clarity, and then you are going to be breaking it down reverse engineering it of like, well, what do I need to do today? And sometimes today it is recognizing the thoughts and the beliefs and the actions that you're doing are not aligning with that next level version of yourself. Mm -hmm. So that you do, you know, like I was saying before, taking the radical responsibility that your dream is worth it. And that what I'm doing is not aligning with those things. And we just, and then having the community and the support and the Mm -hmm. person to reach out to, to show you what's possible, to show you your potential, to have you help you keep going that I really think all of that is, <laughs> is real. Like that's, I mean, we talked about so many different examples and things, but just to summarize that, like, yeah, that's really, truly what it's about of, of getting through resistance and stepping into the person that you know that you're meant to be that who who you've always been. I truly believe it's who you've always been, but that we have so much resistance and, and avoidance or doubt and worries and fears that hold us back from truly becoming the person that we want to be. Because I believe deep down at our core, everyone wants to be the same person that they are at home as they are at work, as they are with their friends. Like Mm. everybody, you want to be that, but then we fall back into old patterns of thinking, well, I have to, make those people happy or they they've always known that I've I've been a drinker and now I don't want to drink and yes. so like it's you getting clear on that big vision and then align like making all of your choices aligning your choices thoughts actions behaviors all of that feelings with yeah. that vision and getting confident in those decisions so like when you do go these places you're like yeah, no, I'm good. Like, I'm just going to have a seltzer. Like, and you're so confident in the decision and you're like, they might be judging me, but I really don't care. Cause I'm the one that wakes up in my body tomorrow. Right. Like yeah. getting so used to being confident about those decisions and that you get more confident just by doing it more. And by having that community of people who are like-minded, who get it, where you could lean on them after and be like, oh, can't wait to call Alex and tell her about what happened when I was at my family's today. So she's going to get it. And what you said before too, with um, taking radical responsibility about where you're not in alignment and where you're like making choices that aren't towards your future goal. I feel I, I did this um, just because I'm in my menstrual phase right now. So I always am doing stuff that's like reviewing and like, you know, going through the past month. So I was like, okay, 
what did I do really well last month that was getting me towards where I want to go? And then what wasn't I? So it's like right now you are doing something that is going in the direction towards that future version of yourself. It's not like you have to start completely from scratch. You're doing something, at least one thing you could think of that is getting you towards that direction. So I feel like writing out both so you don't feel like you are doing nothing because there is definitely something that you are doing. And then being responsible for the things like, okay, hey, you, like for me, I've like been going to bed way too late. This is like what I'm like, this is not helping me. Like this is something that I am not doing well but also not feeling guilty about it. Like whatever you you find out right now that you're like, okay, this is not in alignment with my future self. Try not to feel guilty about it because you recognized it. It's past conditioning. And now you could just move through it. So just like get rid of the guilt and shame around it because that's not going to help. Being guilty and feeling shameful about what you're not doing right now is not going to help you get closer to where you want to go at all. So it's going to be harder. Mm -hmm. It's it's just resistance. It's like your, your past, your like your conditioned thoughts have always been to feel guilty or shameful for those Mm. things. So that's just, that's more resistance. That's you still avoiding because if you say the person that I, I know that I am at my core, the person, however, like, however this visually or like mentally makes sense in your head, it's like, um, if she speaks kindly to herself, And if she treats herself nicely and she is like cheering herself on, she's her own best friend. She's not putting herself on guilt trips and she's not shaming herself for these things. It's she's recognizing and saying, Hey, I love you for this. And now this is what we're going to do. And it takes so much practice, but it's the same thing that I was talking about with um, their affirmation of rest is productive, but actually um, if I can give something to your listeners, I have a journal prompt download that they can have with like 10, I think it's 10 or 12 prompts on there. How do they get it? That I can give you the link and post in the show notes. Perfect. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know if it was like connected to a text list or something to get it. Okay. Amazing. Um, Perfect. Just download that from, or yeah, I'll send, I'll send you the link for it. Okay. Perfect. Um, but yeah, it's just, I think you gotta be like writing this out of, of who she is and how she speaks and all those Mm -hmm. things to start recognizing like that's, that's further resistance of the guilt. Honestly, I, I have programmed my brain and I help my clients do this too, of any time that it's like a negative feeling, negative emotion, like you're allowed to feel those things, but just knowing that that's out of alignment. Yes. So you're allowed to feel angry, sad, frustrated, guilty, whatever, Totally. but that you also are, are then able to recognize and say, okay, I feel this right now. And I know it's resistance or I know that it's me like coming up against that wall again. Mm -hmm. So now that I feel the feels and I'm not making them mean anything. Yes. Like mean anything like negative about yourself. Yeah. Then how do I get to move forward? Yeah. I love that. Oh my God. Amazing. I'll definitely put that journal prompt in the show notes. You're so good with that stuff. So I cannot wait to share that with everybody. Um, okay. So I literally can go on for hours and hours and hours about all of this. (laughs) We're just going to need to stop talking and talk off air for the rest of it. Um, but okay, Alex, tell everybody how they can work with you, how they can work with you business-wise, fuel method-wise, how they could find you, everything. Yeah, amazing. So my, I have two coaches that take on one-on-one clients right now for nutrition coaching. I personally don't have any availability right now, but my two coaches have been working with me for two and a half years at this wow, point. It been that and long? Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And they are amazing. They are, I... I adore them. They're, they, anyways, I could talk about them forever too, but (laughs) (laughs) my, so I have my two coaches that if you're looking for one-on-one nutrition coaching, but then I also, I have, um, my business mentorship is available and I do have a couple open spots for November, depending on when this is being heard. Um, but yeah, you can find me at the fuel method on Instagram. That's really where I am most active. Um, I love Instagram stories. So come say hi. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, that's really the best thing. And then there's a couple secret things that are coming out. So if you want to Ooh. be paying attention on Instagram, uh, that's really where you'll hear all of the announcements and all that coming out. 
Ooh, so exciting. Okay. Amazing. I'll put all that in the show notes. If you're driving or walking or working out, whatever you're doing right now, everything will be in the show notes. Go follow Alex at the fuel method. She's freaking amazing. If you got any value out of this episode of us literally just talking like how we would normally talk, um, please share, tag both of us and let us know your takeaways. Um, I'd love to know if this helps shift you in any way. Um, Alex, I love you. I'm so appreciate you in just life and being on the show and sharing your wisdom with the Mind Your Hormones community. So thank you so much for being you and for being here. I love you. <laughs> okay. And everybody else, I will see you soon. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for being here. If you loved this episode and learned something valuable, please share it with a friend who you think would also love it or post it on social media and tag me so I could personally say thank you for helping me spread this important message. I am beyond grateful to be here with you. So until next time, stay intentional, stay consistent, and always mind your hormones.